0: Hey loves, what's going on? What's new? How's life been treating you? Welcome to another AA meeting. My name is Shakira, but in here I'm She Cares, and I'm accidentally ambitious. My sole purpose is to help you find your soul's purpose. Today's show is a part of a two-part series entitled To Hell With This. This is part one, when your emotions are drained, also known as sick and tired of being sick and tired. The inspiration behind the title was me being in a state of focus. For the first time in my life, I was able to face myself fully and ask myself those tough questions we're afraid to ask when we're alone. I faced those voices that haunted me and came to the realization that Those voices were not and are not me. And I say are because every now and then, a negative voice will pop up and penetrate my feelings. The Shakira, don't even bother now, it's too late. The, oh my God, they are watching you, so they are going to judge you. So forget about it. The, you are not pretty today. The, you only got 10 likes today the you are too old to follow those childhood dream voices. I faced each and every one of them. And once I did, I discovered mental freedom. Being mental free is being aware at all times, but sometimes I will get myself into situations or deep thoughts that will place me back into the central bookings of my mind. When I recorded my first podcast, How I Accidentally Fell in Love with Self on Valentine's Day, it was a victory like no other. A day of chaos that turned into calmness and clarity at the end. I received positive feedback and constructive criticism. I couldn't even be any happier. So can you tell me why after I overcame my thoughts, that it's almost June and now you're listening to number two. Well, I had gone through some tough emotions that made me not want to socialize, exercise, write, or even record. My energy was low. I felt it, but I ignored it. I was trying to restore it with arguments, with hubs, so he can somehow fix my energy when he couldn't. I remember saying to myself, then, why is he here if he can't restore my energy? And then this voice in my head asks, what do you want? True story. I was cleaning my shower at the time and I said, I wish I had a me. I wish I had someone like me that makes me feel how I make others feel. I wish someone can speak to me and it would be just what I needed to hear. I wish my face can light up when someone gives me that, um, yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Honestly, I began to cry, and I mean cry. <laughs> I cried like a baby, you know that, that hole when you pause, the lips shiver and cry. I had the Brillo pad in one hand and the shower head in the other, and, and then that a voice asks, then Shakira, why am I here if I can't restore your energy? You know that moment when epiphany touches gut? <laughs> I felt it. And then I stopped crying and I started laughing. And I remember at any time I felt low, Anytime I felt annoyed and anytime I had enough, I would pray and I would get off social media. I would limit phone calls. I would meditate. I would breathe. I would feel better. And then I would begin to feel restored. And trust me, you're not the only one that feels tired and drained and just so happened to need a vacation from life attached with the pause. Let me catch up button. I understand society drops signs and memes saying, push, pray until it happens, love unconditionally, dream, miracles happen, you'll find your soulmate, just wait and see. Or get a good education and you'll be fine. Or my favorite, just do it. Do you think if I was capable, I wouldn't want to? Now this might sound cliche, but you're not alone. Well, my ambitious ones, we're going to get into a little bit of drama today. So, go grab a name tag, pull up a chair, and let's get right into it. Are you the type of person that helps so many people, but when you need a help, no one seems to be around? Do you give, 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 and it seems as if people only take, and when you need a give, no one seems to pick up the phone, but people always seem to be on social media. Have you ever been on the receiving end of an, um, no, I've never gotten that text message or seen your call? When you know good and well, everyone seems to always have their phone. Have you been on date after date and you feel as if they will never come and love doesn't seem to exist? Are you in a relationship? You know you don't need to be in, but you know them and they quote unquote know you. And the world is, excuse my language, but fucked up at times where fears of AIDS, herpes, gonorrhea, or any other STD scares you. So you stay because you know your partner. Perhaps you're in a situationship where this situation has you questioning who you really are versus who you're with and why. Or you only meet the nice guy, the nice girl, But they're boring. I mean, you can't be caught with a lame. Or you stay because of a financial situation. Do you need a job? Or do you hate your job? Do you desire a career or entrepreneurship? And that brings me to my next question. Are you sick and tired of living check to check? Are you tired of penny-pinching, budgeting, and wondering how the hell all these damn people can travel without a job? Or how can so-and-so afford all of that stuff they're posting online when they make way less than you? Or they don't even have any type of employment. Or better yet, has anyone ever posted something new when they owed you? Your body, your eating habits, your weight, how do you feel about that? Are you tired of your kids? Does being a parent... Or better yet, a single parent makes you mad at times, you can just cry. Are you tired of your friends? I mean, can you just find someone on your level? Have you outgrown your circle and just need a breath of fresh common sense? Or are you just tired of being the strong one? Let's talk about why you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's due to the emotional roller coaster known as energy. What is energy? Google defines energy as the strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. According to Northwestern EDU, physicists states that energy is the ability to do work, and work is moving something against a force like gravity. Energy can be found in many things and takes many forms. There is a kind of energy called kinetic energy. Energy that a body possesses by virtue of being in motion. Now, if kinetic energy sounds familiar, remember those um, kinetic toys you had to put together um, like what's called? Legos. And we use our imaginations to build Well, that's basically how kinetic energy works. As long as we're moving, our energy is building. So yes, movement produces kinetic energy, which can be converted into power. You will be amazed to know that according to popular science, the human body contains enormous quantities of energy. In fact, the Average adult has as much energy stored in fat as a one-ton battery, and that energy fuels our everyday activities. So let's recap. Energy has strength and vitality, and vitality means another power to live or grow. That energy lives inside of us whether we use it or not, and all we have to do is move to activate. I'm saying all that energy, as I said, as a one-ton battery, it lives inside of us, whether we use it or not. And to activate it, all we have to do is move. It's in motion in a few years that human energy will be charging your own cell phones and devices, and I'm not talking Fitbits. I'm going to let this sink in. Some company is about to get paid to use your energy to charge a phone and make billions just imagine what you can create or how much money you can make by using your own stash of your own energy that's inside of you but truthfully though after charging those devices who charges us right all right now stay with me drama i'm sorry guys if my background and i know first episode if you had if you guys was with me um with the fiasco of um <laughs> recording episode one which i am also still recording on my phone, so I do apologize, but I just want to let you know. Um, once again, I apologize about that, but you got to keep going. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm telling you guys, no matter what, do what you need to do to get it done. And I said that in episode one, so I'm doing what I have to do to get it done, okay? <laughs> okay, so stay with me. Drama, drama, okay? Drama is like an adrenaline rush, And negative thoughts create drama, even if you are not the direct cause of drama. Be mindful of your surroundings and categorize the company you keep and protect your personal self. And be selective about who comes into your home as well, who your children are around and who's around your children. Because you and your family can easily catch secondhand energy. All right. And as exciting as an adrenaline rush might seem to your body, you must understand everything has its opposite. And long story short, you can counteract drama with calmness. By staying calm, it creates endorphins, you know, the good stuff. Okay, how can I explain this? Um, Sort of like, drama is like crack <laughs> and calmness is weed. Disclaimer, not that I'm endorsing or know the effects of either, but you get the point. Okay, let me give you a little story, all right? It's story time. I have a, quite a few little stories throughout um, part one, so, okay. <laughs> um, I used to and still could say if I entertained what I used to entertain, then I was an expert of drama. Some I created myself others was given others i stuck my nose in some i tucked away forgot about then it randomly found me but when you think of me or when my name was mentioned it had dra- drama hyphenated but i've never argued with anyone ever that's crazy right all that drama but i never argued with anyone i'm serious i've never gotten to never ever ever gotten into an argument I mean, I had debates (laughs) and they were mostly, you know, one sided. Since I made my point, there wasn't really any reason to listen to the other party. So that's why they were debates. And most of my arguments, I mean, debates started off like this. It started off like with me knowing or assuming how the scenario would go down. I decided to practice debates, like have pretend debates and have punchlines ready for imaginary events. I was always prepared. Oh, and why I've done that? Because since I had a degree in argumentative arts, I've had many tests. And I was sick and tired of the feelings of not being able to say everything I wanted to say in an argument, I mean debate. I would go home and say things like, you know what, I should have said this. Damn, why did I think of that at the time, you know? Damn it. Okay, so next time I'll say this or that. And you know, yes, we all think of clever shit to say after a debate. So, after one of my proud victories, I still had this unsatisfied feeling. Now, this was one of my victories because it was always shocking to me that every time I've done this and went out, I would always get into a debate either on the train, relationships, school, work, whatever, Um, similar or scarily the same. At first, I thought, yep, I'm glad I'm prepared. And as soon as I started to become aware, I knew it was me creating and bringing this type of energy my way. Always hated when i gotten into debates and that one opponent never said shit, but are you done? Oh, what? Oh my gosh, and the, that really used to grind my gears. If you personally know me and seeing me get upset and pissy, you know my nose flare. Come on, you know it. And I used to get pissed the hell off, man. And I thought about how that made me feel afterwards. But most importantly, notice how much stronger my opponent appeared. One of the hardest things for me to do was not challenged. Because nobody has ever stuck up for me. I was accustomed to standing up and speaking up for myself. There was not a person on this earth that would ever make me feel any less than who I was, except when I came across the calm opponents who secretly took my power. And I say took my power and not stole because when you are involved in debates, you must learn the rules. Anything and everything is up for grabs. Someone can't steal something you pawned. Okay. (laughs) But never did I let them notice though. I've really never let anyone notice that I was feeling this way. I just always made sure my bark matched my bite and that's how I lived. That was my survival. Have you been here or are you even here now? And I know it's lonely when your mind finally reaches that five to 10 seconds of silence until that voice comes back yelling and telling you what you've missed and what you should have said and how you should have said it. Or better yet, go and post it so you entertain it because silence is the killer, so you listen. Remember that moment when Epiphany touches gut? Well, that happened one day while standing in the mirror Practicing one of my possibly will never happen debates when I felt it. I felt it, and, and I said, it's the killer. I began thinking about those silent opponents. They seemed confident. If an onlooker were to analyze the both of us, how would I be viewed? I admired the talents of staying calm, unbothered, and patient. I wanted that too, but didn't know how to get it and keep it so I asked people who I noticed that were just like that I, I began to ask my opponents I even asked hubs and he told me he doesn't have time to waste energy on pointless things save the debates for what matters he does not like how debating makes him feel so he doesn't partake or even entertain it I realized the same amount of energy I put into practicing debates I needed to practice being silent. Even though mimes are the butt of a lot of jokes, I admired how they stay silent. I was always drained and useless for other situations and this was all because my energy was negative. Although I spoke positive, my surroundings were negative and I was influenced and I was a yeller. I yelled. I just yelled and yelling silences your message. I practice. I place myself in those same situations because honestly, that's all that popped into my head. But I replaced the dramatic outcomes with calm outcomes. You understand me? I replace the dramatic outcomes that will pop up in my head and I just replace that. I shift my own endings of my debates. Or even before it became a debate, I just shift my thoughts. All right. Okay. The good part. I started to win. One time at work, My boss, right, he brought me into the office to reprimand me. I'm being real with you because I heard about you. I was waiting on you at the door. He just knew that he was going to be a part of the great debate where he wouldn't get a word in. He really calls himself yelling at me. I knew this different person across from me I knew this different person across from me, practicing in the mirror and taking notes and telling himself, next time I'm going to say this. After his rant, (laughs) I looked at him and said, you're right, it won't happen again. He yelled again, that's what I thought. I smiled and politely said, I apologize, I made you feel that way. Confused because he didn't win. I felt the energy shift, and he was confused too. Why didn't she yell? You get a certain energy boost when someone is yelling at you and you just stare at them. It feels good. But also, the best thing about staying calm is that you hear the message. Yes, again, yelling silences the message, but there's still a message. You get to hear what the person is trying to say. It's like tunnel vision because your calmness will create that focus that branches off into tunnel vision that blocks out the noise. You then can slowly repeat it and then hear what you then slowly repeat it and then they will hear themselves. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. It's a silent victory only you would understand. And it can be duplicated. It's just not a one-time thing. It's a permanent way of life. When you keep doing this a few times, it will become easier and the normal. Chaos and confusion, it will be around and not saying you won't face any drama. But when it comes to, when it comes, you will know how to handle it. And you will become the master of your energy. Okay, so the calmness theory, it worked And it felt amazing afterwards. And I had the best day at work. (laughs) Okay, and I have some tea. I tried this in my relationship and I finally got to say, okay, are you done? (laughs) I'm telling you, that feeling. Like, I tried this with friends, I tried this with family, I tried this with everyone. And I love the feeling of not allowing anyone to get me out of my character and also take my energy. That's like you robbing my house and taking the food out the fridge too. And I'm not saying that you will never get get into any more debates, but just like the first and last slices of bread, just think of that for the last resort. And um, my son is going on 14 math is getting harder. Mostly same problems, just difficult and unfamiliar questions. So I will remind him before any of his math tests, you don't need to know the answers, just the formula to get the answers. Because it's basic, you know, 2 plus 2 4, 2 take away 2 is 0. And how did you get the answer? Because you knew the formula. In life we are not going to know everything. Every situation will has its own answer. But most situations has already happened. Probably not to you, but more than likely to someone else. And since history loves to repeat itself, study those who went through. Find the formula for your issue. And my formula for my energy being drained, a.k.a. being sick and tired of being sick and tired, is to stay calm. Pick and choose your turn up because tomorrow just may be the day you need that energy. Okay, well, I see a few hands up. So you are the type of person that helps so many people, but when you need help, no one seems to be around. Look at the people you are asking for help. Sometimes we are in a position to help others and those same others are not even in the position to help us. Or are you going to the wrong people for help? You can't call an electrician to fix your toilet. Hey, what about you, giver? Yes, you. And I'm guilty because (laughs) I'm a giver and I love to give. I mean, the happiness I receive with giving is a great feeling. But again, first stay calm and think and stop giving to ungrateful people. Don't allow yourself to become a doormat or personal bank or a timekeeper. Your time yourself is valuable and irreplaceable. If you give, but don't have anything left for self. You are no good to anyone, especially those that truly, that truly matter and depend on you. Reserve your gifts and save the majority for yourself, okay? You got to save something for yourself, and it's not being selfish, but sometimes you have to love yourself and be there for yourself. And if you give to everybody else and don't have enough for you, you're not going to be here long enough to enjoy giving, okay? Okay, well, we've all been on the receiving end of an... Um, no, I've never gotten that text message. <laughs> mm I didn't see your call. No. Mm-mm. I, no, my phone... It's on silent. Um, no, it was. No, I didn't know. <laughs> when we all know good and well, everyone always has their phone. And I confess I'm guilty on being on both sides. And I understand, okay? Sometimes it's not personal. Not everyone always wants to speak. There are people like myself that's not a phone per- person. Like, I'm really not. I'm, I'm a talker. You meet me, I talk all day. All day. <laughs> But I'm more of an in your face, so podcast rambler. Or maybe that day my energy might be low. But granted, that is no excuse. No Lauren Hill. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. I love her. I still so love her. But she said her energy did not line up. She was late. But I love her though. <laughs> but that's why when I finally reach out, I apologize. And if they accept it, then respect it. But if, if they don't, then it's still going to be respect. Now, when it's done to you by the same person multiple times with no apology or just a blow-off, like, oh, I forgot. Like, if they just blow you off, you see a pattern and stop reaching out to that person. Okay, story time. I need a ding. I'm, <laughs> I had an ex who I, who I broke up with and decided to date again. It was like a little, you know, we broke up and then we decided to date again, but we remained friends. We actually remained friends, and, um, you know, I knew knew he got involved with another woman. He, you know, he broke it off with someone else. I broke it up with someone else, and we decided to get back together, you know. And um, one night at his house, I hear, like, this woman yelling my guy's name, and I woke him up. And he told me, oh, don't worry. It was the girl he was previously dating. She didn't take it easy. Now, confused, because I know I asked him. He was like, oh, it was nothing. It was over. It was, you know, so confused. And I was ready to Mike Tyson him, too. I allowed him to handle the situation. And when he came back inside, I had told him, hey, you know, I heard her say, you could have told me this. I thought you were dead. He reveals to me how he actually broke up with this woman. He says, well, once you gave us another shot... (laughs) <laughs> no I'm serious he's like well, well she gave us another shot I I just decided to stop calling her like what <laughs> what huh what would you just say that I, I mean I don't think you heard me this guy's this his way of breaking it off with a woman was to stop calling and responding to her messages because eventually she would get the point After I punched him, (laughs) I'm kidding, but it's not a joking matter. And I was that woman outside before. I was that, hey, we was good, you know, like what's happening? I even had another guy tell me. The reason why he didn't call or text me for a few weeks was that his ex broke into his house and packed his suitcase and took him on a trip to Mexico. She has like a brain injury and forgotten they broke up. And that explained like the Instagram pictures and the hashtag vacation. I'm I'm telling you guys, I am not lying. I am not making this up. Okay. I am serious. And these these were not recent. <laughs> these were like so long ago, so long ago. But um, but I'm not lying, y'all. These people don't want to be bothered. Rest your feet. If they want you, they will chase you. And that includes every relationship from church relationships to work to family to friends to intimacy to etc. Okay. Because everybody is not upfront and honest. And the majority of the time, people think Their actions will speak for them. Or we study mind reading. Point blank, they don't care. They don't care. They know you're going to answer whenever they decide to respond again. So just stop entertaining question marks. That's like eating all the snacks before the movie. All right, (laughs) I think by now you guys could tell I'm a little hungry, (laughs) and I'm actually about to go work out after this. But I, I really want some eggs and grits. I (laughs) mean. Okay, but seriously, my ambitious ones savor your moments and don't waste them, all right, so, okay, I will be discussing this um in the future episode, but one of the most rewarding and main energy drainers is parenting. You can't admit it's it's not your kids per se. <laughs> But, well, some of us, but you can admit that it's not your kids per se. But the daily requirements of being a parent and on top of the other million titles that we may have can be exhausting. I know I am, but that's normal and it's okay. You're not going to be judged and picked apart by a jury because you want or need a vacation or desire a day off from parenting. For some of us, that doesn't happen. But what can happen is you you can decide what type of parent you're going to be. It's okay to cry and it's okay to regroup responsibly because you are responsible for another human being. But one thing you can practice now for your children and your child is how you protect and preserve your energy. Our kids watch us and how we handle situations and duplicate those actions in the world and home. Start focusing on controlling you so you can better control yourself around your children. It will also give them an idea how to control themselves in certain situations too, especially at school. Um, Levels. Okay, levels. You want to touch on levels? I've been there, so I know what you mean in regards to level. When nobody seems to be on your level. I touch more on this in part two, but for now to understand your desired elevation level, you must know the level from where you came to the level you're on, to the levels you want. Then sit back and analyze everyone who is directly around you. And I want you to pay close attention to those who has emotional influence with you. And I say emotional influence with you. Who are the people that piss you off? Who are the people that makes you happy? That boss that pissed you off. Pay close attention to him or her. That person that you just can't stand on a train or that person that's smacking their gum or that person that makes you laugh. And that person that makes you cry. Anybody that gives you a certain type of feeling, sensation, I want you to pay close attention to those people and study them. And then you'll find yourself. And based on your past, now, and future, you determine where people stand. And if you want to stand with them, next to them, or just walk away, it's your choice. Ooh, part two is coming, y'all. And it's very true. There are levels to this thing we call life. Okay. How many of us have the... <laughs> I can't sing. I know that. I don't care. Okay. But I understand. You are tired of your friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about you. You're tired of your friends. And have outgrown your circle. And just need, you just need a breath of fresh common sense. I've read somewhere, if you want to own a Ferrari one day, you have to start by being in the company of those who already own I'm being real with you because I heard about you. I was waiting on you at the door. What about property? Their own business? What about a degree? Perhaps some interest as you. Is there anybody you personally know that's in a place where you desire to be? Okay, how about this? Are you the smartest amongst the people you are around? Why are you around them? Oh, okay, okay. You grew up with them. They're your friends. They're your family, and you are the motivational one. They don't have to be. I will never tell anyone to get rid of their friends and family. But while you are motivating everyone else, who is motivating you? Where are you pulling your inspiration from? Books will get you far, but life experiences are the best. To be around people where you desire to be will take you from out of your head not on paper but actually witness it is possible and become closer to your dreams so you can have your friends from childhood if you desire but don't put all of your energy into helping people to get to where you are because you are not even there yet psychologically we want company on our journey and just imagine to have your family and friends all on one accord with you and everyone's goal-oriented, as well as goal completion and you and your friends and family happy all the time on this journey, sort of like successful travel buddies. Truth is, some of your family won't make it. Some of your friends will fall off on this journey. Just let them. That's called growth. You become the example. Maybe one day when you get to you're there, they will meet you, or then you can help them. But you can't help yourself if you are the smartest in the room. You need to create a solid circle. Sometimes that won't come from childhood friendships, relationships, or family. That comes when you chase your passion And bump into like-minded individuals such as yourself. That energy will attract other energies and coincidences coincidences will occur. And then just like that, what happened to me was that I found myself in a crepe shop with two of my circle sisters. I didn't know at the time who they would become to me. Okay? (laughs) Story time, ding. I'm going to get the ding button. I really am, okay? (laughs) But scoot up, okay? So one of my close friends invited me out for lunch after work, a girl's day. Now, her energy is dope. And when she says she has a friend just like her, I couldn't pass up on the opportunity. And that day, that day, I've done things... I've never done before in my life. We went to 14th Street. My new circle sister, um, she bought colorful post-its and pins. She wanted to go to Union Square because she heard people were posting motivational messages on the subway walls. We decided, we, I'm giving us a quote, okay? We decided, due to the time to just start a new one on 14th Street. I've never done anything like this before. And I mean, I was scared. Like, I mean, I was really scared. And if you know me, I'm, I'm really not scared of a lot of things, but this, oh my gosh, I was so afraid. And, but I couldn't be afraid because I didn't have time to be afraid. Once the post-its and the pens and the color, the glittery pens and everything was in my hand, I couldn't run away because I would look stupid, you know, like, oh, I can't do this. That would (laughs) run, you know, I would look, in my mind, I was like, girl, you're going to look stupid. just, just, Just do it. Just do it. And I just did it. We started posting love notes, taking pictures with strangers, hugging strangers, and telling them it's okay. And they were telling us they are happy and we touched their hearts and they needed this. Now, before the impromptu Subway love given, we went to a crepe shop, Sucre. I think I butchered that, sorry. But, um, yeah, we went to crepe Sucre and the owner is a friend of my new circle sister. So while we're enjoying our delicious crepes, my two circle sisters were discussing their business goals life plans, networking ideas. Well, I'll just I just sat there soaking it all up. And the owner comes over to us and sits with us and tells us his story about not knowing anything about crepes before starting, but he was interested. You know, he was interested in it. And now he owns his own successful crepe shop in a wonderful location in New York City. I thought Oh, Carrie, you need to be doing something. I have to be doing something. Like, everybody's at this table doing something except for me. So now fast forward to the same night, us three circle sisters are having, like, dinner and drinks and discussing our subway love sharing. Then my two circle sisters looked at me and asked me about my goals. You know, they pushed, they motivated, they inspired so much that when i went home that very same night i became accidentally ambitious now you're listening to my podcast <laughs> okay yes i'm happy i'm proud that's a proud moment for me very proud moment for me and i always tell everyone common sense isn't common it's chosen So you choose your circle and categorize your friends. If you have club-only friends, then keep it like that. You don't have to give up your childhood friends. Only give up hazardous and toxic ships. But have your main energy crew, okay? Have your generator. And always, And you, you know what? And quick reminder, okay? Everyone in your circle won't be on your main team. Your circle is your focus group. My circle consists of different women and different careers with different levels. Like they're on different levels and actually different races. These women assist me in making me better. Okay. And these women also assist in making, helping me make decisions on how I create my own team. So ask God, Buddha, Allah, though, wherever your beliefs lie for your circle and watch squares fall off the quiet one i see you're taking all this in but (laughs) you must be the strong one huh are you tired of being the strong one are you tired because i know this all too well and it starts off with you don't even recognize you're the strong one to i'm glad i am the strong one you know in certain situations to I'm tired of being so damn strong when you want somebody to hold you, you know? Like, tired of being so damn strong. Do you sometimes cry at night or pass and tear in the day? And even if you told someone you cried, they will or might have looked at you or said, you can cry, you actually can cry. People might have said things or lashed out at you because you seem strong enough to handle it. You might get apologies with them. I'm sorry, I didn't know I hurt you, attached. I don't like being known for, for the things I'm going through or that I have gone through. The girl, you are so strong for going through this. You're so strong for going through that. I accepted my strength, but not the strength of what I've overcame in my past or the obstacles or the tears or the heartache or the pain that no one's seen. But I'm strong because I don't let this and that interfere with my present circumstances. I mess up sometimes. I truly do. But I get right back. And I know it might seem as if you're tired of being the quote unquote strong one, but that's not what is making you tired. You are tired because you are being strong on the same level. Be strong about not letting your history repeat itself. Be strong by not allowing people to put you in situations you don't desire to be in, and be strong by teaching your strength so people won't attempt to pull from your strength. They will begin to pull from theirs. I call that teach them how to fish. Teach them so they can feed themselves. I know how it is, but no pity parties for me. Too bad Congratulations. One, You're one heaven of a person, all right? So be strong, okay? Be strong. And I'm not going to answer all the questions I asked in the beginning of um, this segment because every question will have a different answer based on the individual. I can only tell you what helped me, what made me stop crying about my situations and change them. You have to protect you. And remember, everybody is going through some sort of struggle while they're all trying to figure things out, just like us. I know it's not easy, as I stress, but One of my favorite things to do is watch TED Talks. I love TED Talks. One day, randomly on autoplay, a phenomenal, yes, dope speaker named Mel Robbins came on and discussed her five second rule that has helped me tremendously. Mel states that excitement and fear has the same feelings on the body and your body can't tell the difference. Your mind decides. When I adopted this formula along with calm, it made it a lot better to rearrange my thoughts, which then affected my actions, which then preserved my energy. If I can, I will leave a link below where she demonstrates her process, or um, you can just YouTube her. I don't know her, I never met her, but if you guys have a chance, um, check her out, she's amazing anyone that I really listen to, I will let you guys know in further episodes on what keeps me going on because there's a lot of free information out there that can help everyone. And um, every time a negative thought or vision will pop into my head or every time I become, like, every time I got nervous um, wanting to do something, I will get, like, Anxious and like anxiety kicks in, and I feel like I'm about to say something negative to myself. I change it quickly by remembering um Mel's five second rule. I count backwards sometimes, and then um that's if I remember, but sometimes I just just breathe, you know do my thing, and then those feelings, I tell myself something different. I needed help. I needed help. I needed to win against my thoughts. I don't understand. I sit down sometimes, and I think about something, and I shut it right back down. This podcast, I've done this. Like, like okay, I might to be recorded today. Girl, you don't got time to record. You got so much things to do. You got A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You got to do this. Girl. And then, you know, it will just go, and then I'll feel drained, and i feel empty. But this was, you know, inside. And I, I was meeting so many people that was coming up to me, talking about they feeling so drained during this time. And so I had to get it together quickly, okay? And because I need my brain and my body to connect positively. So if my body starts to feel nervous and a little bit of anxiety, I would tell my brain, my body feels excited. I have the choice of deciding how I feel, not my body. And analyzing myself, I learned the best thing about your past is that even if you had hurt, and I'm so sorry, I wish I can kiss every hurting heart and make it go away, but I can't. But you can. So kiss your heart. Heal yourself. Be your own wolverine. And that always seem to amaze me about this hurting man. He was so he was hurting and he was angry. But he can always heal himself. But yet he was still emotionally damaged. Look deep inside of yourself. Ask yourself about habits that People say you have or complain about, okay? Don't take it negative, take all that inside. Oh, I don't like when you do this and don't say you don't do that, take note of it. Because sometimes we don't see the things that we do, okay? So don't get offended, take note of it, write it down and see if you see any common denominators around you. So if it, multiple people are saying that, come on now, face yourself, face yourself. People will tell me, you're angry. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody's tell me, I'm not angry. And then I do something angry, you know, (laughs) I do something out of anger So again, um, so just look deep down inside of yourself, okay And ask yourself about those habits that people say you have or complained about What are the habits you've noticed? What are the habits you notice about yourself? What are the things you want to change? What are the things that you really want to change? You know what it is when you're by yourself and you're like, I didn't like when I did that why did I just do that? Damn, I ain't like that. And what are the things you're going to change? The emotional roller coaster of your life. Drama and calmness are both drugs and it's a natural high and free. Pick your poison. I'm going to leave you with this quote from recording artist Don Richard. We expect people to give us that gratification or that validation. Then you realize it was never for the other people. You didn't need their validation. You needed something. Thank you for allowing me to be in rare form. Also accepting and respecting she. I'm grateful for every listener. Tune in with me for your next AA meeting. Every other Friday, you can follow me on Twitter at AccidentallyShe on Instagram at ambitious, and also you can use the hashtag ambitious army for a daily dose of motivation go to www.accidentallyambitious.com and sign up with your email address remember to always speak from the soul and if you follow the crowd you'll be lost right amongst them make accidents happen until next time